0: We're getting up close and personal with all your favorite celebrities. On the hottest weekend party show in the city, The Abbey Night Show. What's up, y'all? You're listening to all the hits on the number one party show in the city, The Abbey Night Show. Tell a friend. And we're back everybody with a very special guest today MPR Richie Rich. How you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: Really good. Can't complain. It's the holiday season. New Year's right around the corner. You got any special or exciting plans? You performing somewhere?
1: Yeah, I actually got a performance, a little concert coming up um on the 30th and then uh, besides that just some little stuff here and there appearances and things of that nature so yeah I'm pretty much moving my moves and <laughs> hey, yeah.
0: that's always a great thing you know I feel like that's the best way to celebrate though no, you know I you're staying active proactive all that good stuff
1: definitely <laughs> and then my family will be coming up so I'll have all my kids with me and my wife and my mother and everybody else like my cousins and stuff so it'll be a nice little event as well
0: it sounds perfect like the perfect way to celebrate the holidays and bring in the new year definitely,
1: definitely.
0: <laughs> work and loved ones so you know of course i'm sure people ask you this all the time i have to ask you about the look because initially when i was introduced to you who you were as an artist and your music i was like who came up with this? That was genius because one thing is no one's ever gonna forget you in life ever. If they yep. don't remember anything else, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, you remember him, man. His look was dope. It was different." So, what yeah. inspired um, that? Is that you did you create that or did someone else kind of give you inspiration for it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I created it. Um what really ended up happening was i always was walking around and i felt like i was the goat like i felt like i was the goat before i was doing music just anything that i do like i'm doing it to a perfection and to a standpoint of like number one like just mm-hmm. always trying to make sure that i complete the mission and accomplish the goal you know when i yeah. when i set a goal that's kind of usually the purpose is to be number one in it you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of where it came from and i used to just tell people, and this is in the beginning of my career still, I'm like, I'm the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? And people like, nah, we can't really give you the GOAT, you know, because they got to right. name, who they feel the GOAT. Maybe it's Jay-Z, maybe it's Lil Wayne, maybe it's Nas, maybe it's Diddy, whoever they think is the GOAT to mm-hmm. them. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? After so many of those uh, situations of me having to be like, nah, they're the GOAT in their lane, I'm the GOAT in my lane, I was like, how am I going to make people say and ask me what is it versus me being telling them? The one saying it. Mostful. And I was like, nah, let me put some horns in my head and then <laughs> they'll have to ask me because it's going to be so distinguishing. look.
0: Exactly. So I, Mission accomplished.
1: Yeah. So now it changed it from somebody or me having to tell somebody like I'm the goat to people having to ask me like, what is that? What does that mean? What is it? And when I say it's the GOAT, now it's like, oh, I like that. Yeah. So it just changed the narrative to making people accept it versus being able to sell it. And it's, it's a story to be told.
0: Changing the game. I love it. I thought it was so creative and so unique. And like you said, it's the best way to be able to get your message across without sounding like you're trying to be arrogant or condescending about it, which is so cool. <laughs> I did see a video you had with the Rams mascot. I was cracking up. Yo, All the fans were like gathering together to take pictures. What was that moment like? That was that funny.
1: moment was so crazy when I took <laughs> It made me feel like, oh, I need to be in L.A. all the time because it yeah. was like one of those things that you don't know the reaction. You know what I'm saying? You're walking into it just doing you on the regular. I know mm-hmm. how people react on a normal basis, but this was like a catered thing to people who's already looking for horns. horn. So yeah. it was like the mascot even was like, yo, I got to get a picture with <laughs> you. The fans was like, I got to get a picture with you. The players, like, it just changed the narrative to being like, yo, that is some of the craziest, dopest stuff I've ever seen. And it just made it so welcoming that it's like anybody who's a Rams fan is almost like, how could you not be a fan of this? I'm telling you, before yeah. we parked, as yeah. we were driving through, you know it's a line of cars. Yeah. Everybody that's passing us is like, that is amazing. Blowing the horn, beating. <laughs> Like like and like going crazy. It was, <laughs> it's, it's one of the moments that you just can't forget. You just yeah. can't forget that moment, you know, and I'm just living in a moment.
0: It looked like it. I, I was cracking up when I watched it because I was like, you know, when you talk about being unique, so many people out here, it's such a copycat world that we live in. I mean, yeah. especially with social media, all the women want to look the same. All the rappers want to try to be the same. It's kind of like the music sounds the same. I don't remember if you heard T-Pain on his rant. He was like, <laughs> we don't need no more babies. We got a little baby, the baby. <laughs> like, exactly. He's like, come up with something new. And then boom, here you are. You ah, that's fact.
1: Right. Right. Talk about just,
0: the little meaning. <laughs>
1: it's one of the things that was just ingenious. Like When I, when I thought about it, like when I first did it, I didn't really understand the impact that it would have. And then after I got to talking to people, they were just like showing me that it's such impactful that it's almost like that one of one thing It's like the McDonald's arches. You only you know those things every time you see it, it's like you can never forget that. It doesn't matter what you're going through, you always can remember. I'm pretty sure some people that done lost their whole memory, you mm. show me. McDonald's arches. They're going to remember McDonald's.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's the thing. <laughs> like you show a picture of me. They're going to remember it. I so
0: forget. And the
1: more like- growing <laughs> makes it so cool is like it yeah. started off like this long and now it's just crazy.
0: Got a whole life of their own.
1: Yeah. If
0: someone didn't remember you I'd highly question their memory. <laughs> like what? If there was ever a person to remember it's you for it's- sure. Like- Especially because your personality is so great, too. Like, I'm sure a lot of people, they might look at pictures and be like, oh, he's probably like a really serious dude or maybe he's kind of mean or kind of angry. And then you come across, you're like, hey, you know.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I I just had an interview with the radio station yesterday and they said the same thing. It was like, when I first met you and seen you, it was like, I didn't know how to really approach you or what type of energy you was going to have. And then it was like, but I've seen your interactions with everybody in the room and how you just work the room and how everybody right. gravitated to you. It was like, okay, this guy's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you could judge a book by its cover, and then once you read it, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's one of them type of situations.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think people do that too much in the world yeah. that we live in today. This society is so mm, stigmatized, I think, is the best way to say it, in a nice way, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Because I love one thing I love about the world and what makes it so beautiful is the different people and the different stories and the different walks of life. Because experience is the greatest teacher and it sets a great foundation for character, too. So I always think that, you know, there's too much judgment going on and not enough learning when it comes to approaching just a person as a human rather than a thing. Right. So. You know, all that being said, said I can't talk today. Look, uh, originally you're from Detroit and now you're currently living in Atlanta. What does it mean to you knowing the impact that you're able to have on people through your music?
1: That is probably one of the most important things to me, just because like when I came into music, I came in on a standpoint where I was trying to deliver a message mm-hmm. and for me, it's like the way I've grown and the way I've learned how to be me. Because when I first came into music, I was in Detroit. And so I tried to go with the Detroit sound and use certain lingo. And I tried to activate the people through something that I felt that was relatable. Mm-hmm. So I had to grow into me actually finding myself and being me. And delivering a message that I would really appreciate to deliver and deliver the message the way I would want to deliver it, versus it being like, okay, I'm just trying to fit in to get in where I fit in, type of situation. And I think that's like one of the most important parts to me is that I'm able to influence people and able to deliver a message to people to let them know like there is a better day, there is a better way, there is a reason to believe in yourself there is a reason to have goals there is a reason to have dreams and turn them into reality and i think that you can't beat that when you come when it comes down to it because the influence is all the way from children to grandparents you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it one of them things that most people could only fathom or wish or think they could do it and here today i'm literally doing it every day and seeing the reaction from people from, like I said, toddlers to grandparents. And it's like, that's one of the most important things to me because I'm delivering a great message and I have a great story. So Mm -hmm. being on this platform, being able to do this, it just gives me more life.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Authenticity is key. It really is as an artist, especially to be able to stay true to your core and your story as a creative is really, really special. Uh, And it's funny because you have a very interesting journey. So you were also in the military. Looking back on your journey so far, first of all, how'd you even arrive there? How'd you get to that? And what's been the most impactful life-changing moment that you've experienced so far?
1: Yeah, so how I, got into the military, uh, one of the guys who was in my neighborhood, um, his cousin, I was dating his cousin at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was actually in the military and he had crossed over to become a uh, uh, why did the word just slip my mind, a recruiter. So he had became a recruiter. So he had came back to the neighborhood and was like, yo, and was talking to everybody you know they do their ones and twos and just giving you the message of why you should or why you shouldn't and what's the perks and what's the downfall to it and all that and it was one of them things where it was like if you want to do something and get out and pursue something bigger than the neighborhood and do something bigger than what the city can appreciate you for it's like we'll try something different and join the military and I just took the opportunity at the time and it Mm -hmm. it was a great opportunity because it gave me a different light of who I was Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be honest, like just in Detroit, what I was experiencing, what I was living and what I was around as far as my environment, it wasn't for the betterment of me or my family or to grow. It was just more of stagnant things and you're just doing what you're doing to survive versus it being like okay let's do something that's gonna make sense and mm-hmm. that's why i kind of chose to go into the military um and then one of the most impactful things that i've done in my life would probably be going into the military because mm-hmm. that kind of set a bar for things that i could do because at the end of the day, there's a lot of things in life that you can do. You can shoot to be anything you really want to be. But when you talk about the respect that the military has alone, mm-hmm. the United States of which we live in is like it's one of them things that you get honored for every day. You know, you, you just because someone knows, you know, they pay you respect, and and that's deeper yeah. than. A face card or credit or anything, you know, it's it's, it's just a different thing to appreciate knowing that you did that and you went to go fight for the country and you went to go do something that everybody just has to respect because you got to think is what 1% of people go. So it's like you already put yourself in a whole different category in Mm -hmm. life, you know, and that's why when it even comes to the music, I know I can accomplish anything because i've put myself in certain rooms in certain situations that i mean you just realize that nothing's impossible everything is possible
0: yeah that's i'm sure it had to change your perspective on life coming out of that going into it coming out of it it's a completely different view on everything really
1: yeah no definitely I, i learned so much in it that i mean that's how i'm able to move like I moved today, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's one of the key things. Like I had to learn a lot of powerful things that are only great for character building and integrity and things of that nature. Like I learned a lot from that situation. Not only did I learn a lot from that situation, I got into a situation while I was in the military. So I had to learn from that situation from being locked up as well. So it's like, The military definitely taught me a lot of things.
0: Yeah, I'm sure discipline is, is the top of the list because I don't know about getting up at the crack of dawn every day. <laughs>
1: oh, and, and then you had to think I was a cook, so I had to get up before extra all of the, early, and then I had to go to sleep after all of the soldiers. So I learned a whole lot about time and efficiency and just so many different key aspects that. You could only learn from going into the military because of how strict and strenuous of detail and paying attention to detail that they
0: are yeah but i'm sure that's been so great for you as a businessman now because it gives you such a different acumen and a different work ethic too, because time is money as they say. So I'm sure when you have to be somewhere, you're probably a little bit earlier, right on time. You're on top of things. It's just a different world to live in, especially when you don't have a choice. It's not like you can get up and be like, nah, I really feel like being in that kitchen today. I'm going to need y'all to just give me the day off.
1: <laughs> it doesn't yeah, work no, like that. It shows you, you so much. I mean, they just, they show you a lot about, life that Mm -hmm. i mean the average person we never would really experience it unless you went to the military you know it's it's got a lot of perks uh besides some of the downfalls like there's just so many perks that you get it's it's almost it's one of one like how else Mm -hmm. would you get these perks without going through that situation
0: impossible that's why i always say experience is the best teacher Hands down. I mean, you can read a lot of things in a book, but to experience it in real life, you take it in totally different than you do in text. Um, So let's talk about rapping a little bit. Um, It's incredibly, it's largely stereotyped today. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, they say in acting, there's a cast type for it, right? So it's kind of like, if you're a rapper, it's like, oh, I know what you do. Um, what do you think is the okay. biggest? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've come across that so many no. times. I've been in those rooms and someone's like, hey, yo, you know, I'm the next big thing. I'm a, it's like, what do you do? I'm a rapper. And they're like, oh, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 we'll catch you later. You know, make sure you give us your info. And you're like, but you didn't even hear what I like. You, what? <laughs> Like You're waiting to finish your story. So what do you think is the biggest misconception about rap culture today? Because it's a different type of talent, one, to be a rapper, because people don't realize there's a lot that goes into it, your cadence, your rhyme, the way you speak. There's a lot that goes into how you articulate putting a whole song together and yep. being able to freestyle on top of that. Like I can I can barely process my words when I'm reading them, <laughs> let alone be trying to listen to a beat and come up with everything and look at somebody in the face at the same time. So, you know, what, what do you think is the biggest misconception today?
1: I think the one of the biggest that I notice right now is that the music is so reality versus it being entertainment. Mm -hmm. I think one of the big, that's gotta be one of the biggest misconceptions and I think that's why a lot of the artists are getting killed and going to jail and being harassed and attacked because Mm -hmm. of that one factor that because somebody put something in a song doesn't mean that that's exactly what happened or that's exactly how it went or that's exactly what they mean. Mm a lot of the times it's what they feel versus what they actually mean. Music to me is like it's a feeling, it's what you're going through, it's what you've been through, it's what you've seen. So I think that what happened is that they took it and kind of tried to transition it into it's got to be so reality as well and it's like Mm -hmm. that's not the real thing that's going on because when you talk about artists or mm-hmm. rappers in general, mm-hmm. they talk about drugs, they talk about guns, they talk about death, they talk about all of these things. If that was reality for them, then they, they wouldn't, they, they would be self telling on their self 90% of the time and right. everyone raps and there's no way anybody's doing that logically, purposefully. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like a major misconception of, that everything's real To the point, down to the T. It's like some things are real and some things are real feelings, but 90% of it is -hmm. just entertainment. And I think that's what's getting a lot of things going the opposite way. And when when they introduced that whole drill scene, it really took it to a whole nother level because a lot of these guys are trying to enact and reenact real-life situations through the music
0: yeah i think jay-z made a really good point in an interview that he was doing uh where they were talking to him about a new project that he was putting out and he said we need to make Being in love and being men cool again instead of being in the streets. And I I felt like that was that was very impactful coming from someone like him when you have so many artists that look up to him and the record that he set for himself and so many coming up after him that I think it just it comes down to just being authentic. Like, you know, we were talking about earlier being true to who you are as an artist and not being what you think people want you to be because of where culture and society is today. So that's a that's a really great way of putting that. Also, do you think, you know, because I've seen you your successes come a long way in a short period of time. I mean, you have like, what, almost 5 million followers just on yeah. Instagram alone. It's like, no pressure, just a couple eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> like nowadays, they judge everybody for everything. It's like the lighting wasn't right, that was Photoshopped or whatever. Um. do you find that as your success is growing and evolving that your circle of people around you is changing at all?
1: Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, It's changing dramatically, like just because the growth is real. And yeah. when I say that, I say, if I'm growing and I have 10 people around me, right? Mm -hmm. And we're all growing at different rates. We all age at different rates. We all think at different rates. We all move at different rates. I think that what happens is once you get a certain momentum and things start changing, and we might've been uh, tiptoeing at first. Then we get to walking. Now we get to speed walking. Now we gotta run. Now we gotta sprint. Mm -hmm. I think that when those things elevate like that, some people still wanna tiptoe, but we gotta be walking. You know what I'm saying? If you can't get on the same time and the same temperature, it's just like being in the military. It's gotta be one march. It's gotta be, we all on this front line if we are the front line. And I Mm -hmm. think that's where the separation starts to come because the average person don't know how to speed it up if they have to speed it up. If everything's high pace now, this is what t- type of temperature we're on. But I think people get into the mode of comfortability and being around and just, it's a whole different vibe. And I think that's where a lot of the things have changed to where I'm like, dang, why everybody's not moving on my type of time or why everybody's slowing up or changing up or moving differently. And it's, it's simply because everybody's not growing at the same rate and my success and my story is still at the end of the day my success mm-hmm. and my story but mm-hmm. everybody's around or nobody's around it's still going to come down to being my story and I think that kind of takes away from mm-hmm. some people if they're not as strong mentally as strong physically as strong um self love and self-awareness in themselves and I think that's where most of the people fall off because it starts looking like all oh, the attention's on him or all oh, the money's coming towards him or all oh, the fame is coming towards him, but it's not coming towards me. But it was meant for me is what's meant for me. It might not be meant for you to be famous. And you might have been with me when we were regular, just like my mother is always gonna look at me as her son. hmm But if I'm a superstar, she's still not gonna cross over and be like, he's a superstar. She may say it. But- she's gonna
0: be like, that's my baby.
1: Be there, you get what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I think so I- too, <laughs> have, you, have you found that in this, cause I think it's always funny when people are always like, oh, you changed, you switched up, you're brand new, you're Hollywood cause you think you pop in and you're better than the rest of us. But then it's funny cause in a lot of these situations, like you were saying, people aren't on your type of time. But a lot of times they just want to come around along for the ride when they're with you. They just want you to float them. It's kind of like, well, we were homies. We've known each other X amount of time. It's almost like you owe me this
1: as opposed
0: to genuinely supporting you and being happy for you. Have you found that you've come across that, too, where people feel like you owe them that part of your success? Um. Like sharing that with them?
1: I don't see too many people really doing it in that aspect mm-hmm. of like being <laughs> blunt and <in> saying <laughs> it, but I think that it happens like subliminally, you know, because I think the narrative is out there so much that it's kind of hard for people to just say it when I'm speaking on that anyway, already, mm-hmm. like, hey, switching up people doing this. So I think they they're not saying it out loud but it's evident and clear in certain situations that people they want what's for you and that's why i say it's like what's for me is what's for me and what's for you is what's for you like i could i be the host you are could i be the interviewer that you are if i wanted to and i wanted to do that i could do that i think that when someone sees and people around you see certain level of success Mm is always going to be some type of energy that comes Mm -hmm. up that like they want to feel what it's like I and I are they wrong I can't really say that but what I can say is you have to work as hard as me you have to work harder than me you have to stay consistent you have to stay dedicated you have to stay on your grind you have to have your idea you have to have your vision you have to have your plan and that's where your success is. If, if we came together and we said, okay, Richie Rich is trying to go do 10 award shows and Richie Rich goes and does the 10 award shows, what was your position in, in his doing the 10 award shows? Did you say you were trying to be the PR to these 10 award shows? You were trying to be the manager to these 10 award shows? What did you want to do? But. They're not setting their own goals. They're just saying Richie Rich is going to do this, but they don't have a goal for themselves. So Mm -hmm. they may not know what happened when he did them 10 shows and why he received what he received versus why they didn't receive what they received because there was no goal. There was no vision. It was just, I'm here for the ride. I'm here to see if it works because 90% of the people are automatically already doubting it. It's like, I'm just going to do it because it's a vision and he's saying he can do it. So I'm here, but is it reality that they really think you're gonna make it and really think it's come on. It's one in a million people gonna make it to my level. Yeah, This is one in a million. How do you say he's just gonna be that one? I gotta feel like I'm gonna be that one. Everybody else around is like, I'm hoping he's that one. They have no idea because it's so many of us doing it and so many people trying that we watch so many people fail that they're they could only only thing they could do is hope i got the vision so i'm really like no i'm gonna do this no matter what
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: i think that's where it falls at
0: dreams are meant to be big and i i hear steve harvey preaching on it all the time where he says you know god gave you a vision that wasn't meant for everybody else to see because it's just for you and changing you should change and you sh- i don't i don't want to be the person i was 10 years ago and if as you succeed right. you should change and you should grow as a person so you know i definitely commend you on your journey so far because everyone thinks that it's all glitz and glam and you're just out and you're kicking it people don't understand you don't have a life you don't get to sleep that much you're always on the go you work 10 times more than you would if you're employed by a company but you're doing something you love. And to me, there's nothing better than that at the end of the day, than waking up and knowing that you're living out your dream.
1: No, definitely. And I was just talking to somebody yesterday, literally, and um, he was saying that he was pursuing to be an artist or whatnot. And I was just explaining to him, like, this, doing music in in itself, like, I, I gotta be honest and say, this has been one of the most strenuous journeys Like Mm -hmm. I was in the military and this is way more streams because the military made sure that I was going to have a paycheck at the end of every two weeks. The military made sure I was going to eat. They made sure I was going to have a housing. They made sure I was going to do a lot of things. Mm
0: -hmm. Being
1: an artist, I literally have to grind, hustle and motivate myself, especially being independent. What I have to do as an artist, like I have to, Get up and motivate myself i have to get up and hustle for myself i have to do everything because i'm independent and i've never had a deal so that's the whole thing that it takes the grind in you it takes your money it takes your time it takes your motivation everything. it takes your dedication it takes no sleeping it takes long days long nights it takes a lot of free shows a lot of free walkthroughs a lot of dealing with a bunch of people that have no direct money or anything for you but for you to be in this room. yeah. And I think that's where a lot of these people don't understand that we do so much. Not only do we have to be the ones that give back, you know what I'm saying? Like you not even getting anything and they still like, hey, you should be giving back. So you're doing toy drives and you're doing feeding the homeless and you're doing, but I'm not receiving anything for what I'm doing, but I'm still showing my appreciation mm-hmm. to the people because you have to be a public figure and a people's person. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of things before you're ever receiving anything. And even then, people are still saying, are you giving back? And it's like they're missing that. The hustle you have to have for this and the time you got to put into this, no 20-hour shifts is... Like, you're 24-7. This is no
0: breaks like no breaks days. no days off
1: <laughs> i honestly think my dreams are about the same thing that i'm doing in real life so yeah. I, it's really like i'm never really taking no days off because when i get up i'm thinking on the same time like yeah. and not to include like you have family you have i have a wife i have kids i i'm like multitasking with businesses and doing all this just to keep afloat the career that i chose to take and i think Most people don't think when they're getting into it, like they look at the glitz and glamour, the jewelry, the cars, the clothes, the fun, the clubbing. Like I tell people all the time now, it's like I'm not coming to parties and going to do shows to party like this is my job. So Mm -hmm. when I'm coming in here, I'm working the room when I'm coming in here, I'm making sure that ends are being met. It's not like when I was 16 or 17 going to a house party just to party, to drink and to kick it with my boys. I'm going there for business. 90% of the time they see me going to a club or going to an appearance or somewhere. It's all business with me. I'm passing out stickers or marketing material or talking to people strictly about music. That's not me going to have fun. And I think that's the biggest misconception about it is that They think that it's just this fun, fun, fun. The music video is fun. No, that music video is 12 hours of work. They're tripping. And that's work that I got to pay for. I'm the only one paying to work. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? I'm paying to go to the club. That's working. I'm, I'm paying to work. And I don't think people get that part of it. But I think that's what makes it so cool. Because when you know it and you can deal with it and you can live within it, then you can get the success out of it. But I think that's where a lot of people quit at is they realize that they pay to do all the work and that's what the artist does at the end of the day.
0: The process, when you live it, it's so different than you ever would think it is. I know, um, did you ever see that viral moment that went out with Drake where he said he went back, I think it was to the same club where he got one of his first paychecks. They paid him a hundred dollars to perform on stage. And i think he gave i want to say was the dj over there somebody ten thousand dollars and he said it was you know it was very humbling coming back full circle to a moment like that when he was he was performing for only a hundred dollars and people would never think that because you look at drake and you're like oh my god he's a billionaire he's so successful but the journey to get to that point it takes from you emotionally, it's super draining, psychologically, physically, not to mention it's taking away time from your family and your loved ones. You don't, you have flexibility in your schedule, but technically you don't because sometimes things come up and you just have to do them.
1: It's exactly. not like you get
0: to just be like, nah, I'm off. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't call me till I'm back at work. Like, nah, this is work.
1: Exactly. <laughs> work is now. <laughs> no, everything is all work. It's all about that work ethic and unfortunately i haven't seen that but i'm gonna go actually look that up because that's that's a big thing about me i'm a big researcher if somebody tells me something that's interesting i usually go look it up because it's all about learning and understanding why someone else is doing something in Mm. your field and that feeling that they got for doing what they're doing because i know my own truth and i know what i do and how i feel about certain situations and you know it's just one of them things that you never stop learning in this field, in this game, like it's always something new happening and so many things that's trending and so many things that's changing that it keeps you literally on your toes. You're never at a point where you just feel like, okay, I accomplished everything because it might be a new platform that come out. It might be a new stadium that arises. It might be a new wave that comes and it's like, As a person that's doing this for their lifestyle and they believe this, you don't leave nothing on the table. It's like, let me go figure that out. Let me go pick Mm -hmm. that up. Let me go learn this. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what makes it so fun about it outside of the work that you do it's you with the vision and it being like, I can accomplish anything that anybody else done. And I think that's where my work ethic comes from because I stay on my toes all the time.
0: Yeah, you have no choice. But to I mean, you went basically from the streets to your dreams. Do you ever have days when you sit back and take it all in and it feels surreal to you to, to see yourself in this moment now?
1: No, definitely. Like, definitely. I do that from time to time. And I think the only reason why I really do it is because sometimes you look at things and I think when it gets hard and you're like, dang, I'm doing just so much, but Mm -hmm. you're not getting the gratification for it. And I think even the bigger artists, the Drakes, I think he has to sit down too and be like, there's not gratification for some of the things that he does. And I think that's when we get to sit back and be like, wow, Really? I'm really here. I really have accomplished this. I really have done this. You only have those small windows of time that you sit and be like, dang, I'm doing everything right and everything's going great. Like, how did I really get here? Because I know where I was at. Like, Mm. I was flat broke at one point. I was in prison at one point. Like, I know things from being in the hood. Like, I know things from a whole nother perspective that There was no way that I got here besides through God and knowing that I had a vision and I stuck with the plan. And I think that one part makes me realize, like, it's just up from here. Like, I can accomplish and go for anything that I really want to because I've grown to know that I got a second chance and I'm living in it. And it's just a great day to understand that
0: yeah it is but the best part about it is the fact that you can look back and appreciate it and seeing how far you've come because it makes the work that you do on a day-to-day basis worth that much more i think so anyway i feel like it'd be so much more meaningful
1: no it is it's 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 a great feeling i can't lie about it like the things that i've accomplished in the nine years that i've been doing music like I know people that's been doing music way before me and had careers and had done stuff. And I I just see my accomplishments at the end of the day. And I know what I'm doing and I know where I'm going. And it's just like, I never could take away from that because I literally had to put the work in to get to this point. And yeah. it wasn't like it was a walk in the park. Like I know the time, the energy, the money, the effort, the situations and everything that it took to really get here like nah it's it's amazing it's amazing to anybody because I mean even me having 4.95 million followers like I don't know too many people personally mm-hmm. that has anything close to that so when I look at it and I'm like okay, for me to be able to accomplish this and to walk around and to still be normal and to still deal with so many people on a day-to-day basis and to still be humble like i know that it's a guy at the end of the day because i know people who've been with labels been under major managements and all types of things that hasn't accomplished that same thing and there's no way that they don't know the same and similar things that I know. It's just what did they work and iron out in their own career to get Mm -hmm. to where they got to.
0: Yeah, and getting up every day and just making it a point to continue being focused and working. Is it fair to assume that that is part of what inspired Live in the Moment? Because you have a part in there when you say, Granny, we made it. So was that kind of like a reflection moment for you when you wrote That that?
1: That definitely was, and I think that's why I actually came with Living the Moment was because during that time, we were just coming out of COVID, and we had been away from our family, and, you know, it was like I was calling my grandparents and like, yo, we want to come visit y'all, and they're like, nah, we don't want to visit you, we don't want you to visit us, because it was so much going on that everybody was so scared, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what inspires something like that. Is because it's like everybody's so scared. Everybody's away from each other. Everybody can't do anything. Granny, we made it though. Like we're here. We're, we're living life. We're mm-hmm. actually in a great position in a great point. Like a lot of people lost their lives, and yeah. we're still here. And it's like to know that, and that's where the video visual comes from because. I brought my whole family to the situation. My grandmother flew out. My mother, Mm -hmm. like everybody did all of these magnificent things to where the average person would have been like, okay, if I'm going to Miami, I'm going to get some Vixens. I'm going to have my guys with me. We're going to get the Rolls Royce. We're going to be Mm -hmm. on the yacht in Miami. But this was a family vibe. And that's like, you couldn't, I couldn't change that for anything to see her and to hear her happiness and to, like, I just talked to her two or three days ago, and it was just like, that was one of the best times of her life. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? So she yeah. lived two times my time. And for that to be her moment to talk about, and everybody else that I talk to, they're like, every time we talk to her, she talks about that video shoot and about yeah. this song. That right there alone, like, lets me know. It's a whole different world that I just created and opened up because, yeah. I mean, it's not even a lot of us that have our grandparents at my age. So to have your yeah. grandparents, impress them, to make them proud, to make them have a moment to live and to talk about, I mean, you can't pay for that. That's It's just one of them things that I just check off as like it's another accomplishment that is monumental and it's something that is written in history now.
0: Yeah, there's no price you can put on that. I I tell people all the time I'm not from this country, and uh, you know I lost my grandpa a long time ago. But my grandpa just, my grandma just passed this summer. And I always tell people you you have to love on the people you love, because we always take for granted tomorrow's promise, but it's not, and you never know what tomorrow's gonna bring. So I think it's so amazing that you took the time to basically to elevate and to show people what's most important in your life when you're talking about what life means to you. So right. that's amazing. Cause that's going to be there forever. That video's yeah. done. It's always there. It's always going to be a memory that you share with your family. I love that. How would you, cause you're very different from a lot of what I've experienced with independent artists. How would you describe yourself as an artist? Cause I feel like You're not the type of person you can put in a box because you're so different. Just your perspective, uh, your life story, you know, where you come, the way you view things, what you value. So how how would you describe yourself? Can you?
1: That's why I just go with the go. The go. That's it. The greatest (laughs) of all times. They just, (laughs) I think it's so premeditated that when it gets done, when it's all said and done, right, it's like we have so many monumental people. When we talk about the Michael Jacksons, the Princes, the yeah. Little Waynes, you know what I'm saying? You got all of these monumental names, the Jay Z's, right? And me knowing everything that they went through before me because I'm able to study and learn history and understand things, you know what I'm saying? Me knowing everything that they've done and that they're still, some of them still are doing, it's like, my elevation to it is so in depth because of the yeah. times i'm so ahead of the power curve because of the time they didn't have social media i have social media imagine right. michael jackson with an instagram
0: that probably a billion followers instagram.
1: you get what i'm saying yeah because of his impact because of what he's doing and mm-hmm. what he did like it was hands down You know what I'm saying? People like Prince, people that did certain things with their style, their look, their appearance, their flavor, their influence, like these things that we're talking about is is so monumental because you're talking about an independent artist never had a deal doing everything itself at five million followers. How do you compare him to an industry artist that doesn't have five million followers or one that has six million followers? It's like. That doesn't even compare you, you can't you have even have a
0: machine versus a, a solo, like an independent like person doing everything.
1: <laughs> should probably be 20 million yeah. with a machine. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, that's where you get me trying to really understand my position and just understanding, like I'm the GOAT. Like what else would you want to compare me to? And I've shown over and over again that, Anything that I'm touching, I'm making gold. I'm making it happen. I'm not gonna let up. I'm pushing things to the limit. Living a the moment, they looking at how I promoted, how I marketed. No one's ever done this as an artist. Mm-hmm. Even the A-list artists aren't doing what I'm doing as far as promotion and marketing and pushing something to yeah. this level because they don't have the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. There's two different worlds that we're both living in. I'm Appear to be them because of the following, because of the nature, because of the accolades and the things that I'm doing. But we know they have to get certain amount of albums out. They have to get certain amount of songs out. They have to do certain interviews. Yeah. They have to do certain concerts. I don't have to do anything but yeah, get no, up day, yep. day and keep doing what I want to do. So, therefore, it's like. When I'm living in the moment and really understanding that this is another type of level, like this independence that I'm on, because I've never had to get in a bad situation, or I never had to burn bridges, or I never had to separate and get blackballed or get looked at like I'm not with the label. I never had that situation. So when you talk about how do you really describe me, it's like it's one of one. is it's not anything else if if it was something else out there I would know about it. We would know about it. Because it wouldn't be a big ordeal that I was doing it. But I'm knowing every time I pull up to different situations it's like, okay, your look is crazy. Your promotions is crazy. Your marketing is crazy. Your song is crazy. Everything you're doing is crazy. Your family is crazy. Like you're doing so many things. Your business aspects is crazy. You've been in the military. You come from Detroit you're in atlanta you're out in la you're in new york you're in min just who's doing this much stuff it's just not you it's almost impossible but we know that it's possible because i'm doing it
0: yeah yeah i mean you're setting you're setting a new standard for yourself and also for the way that people are viewing work ethic for an independent artist that's why i always say there's you know there's either work or excuses you either get results or excuses it's one of the two there's there's really no gray area there so i mean with where you are today who would be your dream collaboration do you have one
1: my dream collaboration mhm one person it would have to be between little wayne or drake
0: okay okay yeah I feel like you and Drake would vibe really well. I don't know him personally like that. Yeah, I I think it would too. Yeah, I worked uh, on that last series of videos him and 21 Savage did. And Drake is very chill and he's very business. He shows up on set. He's about the work that needs to get done and he's out of there. Um, But everyone I've ever talked to always says that he's one of the most humble, kind people that you'll come across, you know, especially when it comes to work environment. So that's pretty dope. We're gonna speak that into existence. Then we're gonna put it out there, you know, that no. one day that's gonna happen for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it's definitely gonna happen. It's just a, it's, to me. It's a matter of time. Like I'm, I'm
0: timing still, is everything. I'm
1: still at like the tip of the iceberg. Like I'm just getting just getting my feet wet.
0: Just now, like literally just <laughs> and now. And it's
1: like a person that's just getting their feet wet to say, will I ever link up with Drake? It's just a matter of time. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the top of the top would be like a Jay-Z in this current day with the people. And it's like, I know for a fact that it's going to happen. It's just when and why it happens. Yeah. It's not if it's going to happen to me, it's just when and why. And I think that I have to do certain things and prove certain points to Before, get that yeah. act. Happen. And I think once they all get the wind of what's going on mm-hmm. and why it's going on, how is this person doing what he's doing and standing on it the way he's standing on it. I mean, one
0: it's of just one, a time. one of one, like you said, yeah, I mean, you can't, you just, you time. can't duplicate something like that you know you can be imitated but not duplicated
1: to me anybody not trying to work with me is really a disservice to them i'm not bringing anything to the game that's not accepted i'm not bringing anything to the table that's not edible this is all genuine work ethic and genuine positivity so it's like it's just a matter of time to me i i know it is it's and and the time is getting closer and closer. Every day I'm reaching new plateaus and mm. reaching new monumental moments. Like, it's it's a matter of time. Like, it's a matter well, it's of like time. it's like you
0: said, it's the vision. And what's meant yeah. for you, nobody else can take. So, you know, it really is only a matter of time, which is super exciting. I always think the journey, yeah. especially when people say you can't do something, you're like, ah, oh, cool, watch me. Um, <laughs> so I love I, it. Yeah, I can't I wait to it. see. How everything unfolds for you, especially in this new year. Um, before we we head out, though, we have this game that we play on the show called Confessions. It's not a crazy game. Don't worry, people always get kind of nervous whenever I say it. They're always like, they always kind of like swallow kind of hard and they look Uh-oh. at me and take a deep breath, like, what? <laughs> um, but it's just funny questions with quick answers. You ready? It's only like yeah. five questions. <laughs> Just worry. curious to see your perspective. What's the funniest thing you've ever seen in another person's house?
1: The funniest thing I've ever seen in a person's house. Ooh, um. <laughs> <sighs> That's
0: a good one, right?
1: That is a good one. Ah. Uh. Oh, I know. Somebody had a, like how I have this cheetah, like they had a pig's head on the wall. And I was like, oh, and they're not a farmer. I was like, this is different." different. What did you like? And it was a real pig's head. And it was just like, you're not a farmer. You're from the city. I grew up in a city. Yeah. Now, that's just crazy that you got a pig's head on the wall. Yeah, that,
0: yeah, that's, okay, yeah, that's, that's. Why a pig,
1: though, out of all the animals? Why a pig? Like, okay, whatever.
0: Do you? <laughs> I never even, like, I never even asked the person,
1: like, what is the point of the pig's head? Because it was just so awkward that I was just like, maybe this is something you're not even supposed to speak about.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that could be one of those things, too. It's kind of awkward to ask, like, so why do you have a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
1: is said about
0: oh uh, where would you like to time travel back to the past or to the future
1: oh I would probably travel and I could still be who I am yeah today
0: you'd still be you yeah to the past to the past okay yeah. I like it that's a good one. Uh, which musician do you think would make the best teacher? Well, musician or artist?
1: The best teacher Kanye West.
0: Ooh, that is a very interesting choice especially right now. I
1: definitely <laughs> think he would make
0: the best teacher. Yeah, he's he yeah, he'd have a whole lot to be able to to talk <laughs> about and instill in somebody got a lot of life I'm experience there.
1: You, he would make <laughs> He would change the whole curriculum.
0: Sh- yeah, that's a good one. I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Uh, would you rather to only be able to speak in rhyme or only be able to speak in alliteration?
1: Speak in alliteration.
0: Yeah, those are the tongue twisters there. Uh, Your favorite holiday memory.
1: Favorite holiday memory would probably be last Christmas, um, or that was last Thanksgiving. Uh, We had our family come to our new house and it was just great vibes, great energy. And that was probably one of the best holiday memories that I have.
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty special. It's a big moment. You get a new house, yeah. you've come such a long way, and to be able to share that with your family, I think that's a that's definitely a meaningful full circle moment for sure. Definitely. <laughs> so what do you have coming up? I know if people want to keep up with you, they can go to Instagram. Your handle is NPR Richie Rich, correct? Yes,
1: NPR Richie, R-I-C-H-E underscore Rich. Some things I have coming up. 2023, I look to be doing a lot of festivals and a lot of, like, major concerts. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to get away from doing so many club type of situations. I'm trying to take it a little deeper into it. I'm actually trying to be, like, the undercard for A-list celebrities versus being, like, the headliner for independent artists because I'm at a point where I'm, like most of this is like showcasing stuff that is mm-hmm. is not my lane anymore because how I'm moving and, and what I'm trying to push off to the world, like I'm there to me, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to catch everybody up to speed. Um, but I will be um, throwing at least one uh, concert uh, every month, like at the end of the month for the whole year. I'm gonna try to do that. I'm gonna try to hold on to that. Um, I got a celebrity boxing match. Um, okay, we're, we're doing that in May, and we're we're actually looking for the person. So we're supposed to be going live today at nine to talk about who who might be some of my candidates or who I want to uh, box. Um, and then everything else is just I'm just working and staying focused and trying to push this live in a moment song till like I set the goal at 5 billion streams. So
0: if trusting your gut has gotten you this far, I think that's probably the safe place, (laughs) you know, I'm just saying. I think it's the safe way. (laughs) It's been, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. You're amazing. I'm so excited for you. You know, dreams and visions are meant to be big. So I say stick with it and I wouldn't waver at all. It's it's gotten you this far. It's gonna continue to help you elevate and grow. So I'm so excited for you.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm excited as well and I love what you do and thank you for bringing me on. And I mean, it's just up from here, we are gonna make history and keep going. Like this ain't the last time, this is the first time to First meet.
0: of many, yeah no i mean listen i hope that t- next year at some point we'll be talking and we'll be like you remember last year when we were talking about this this and this well exactly. let me tell you what went down this year so i, That's I, <laughs> I can't wait i'm excited to catch up with you and looking forward to your performances towards the end of the year. Everybody out there, if you guys wanna keep up with where he's gonna be at, cause he's kind of all over the map all the time. um, Make sure you follow him on Instagram for all the latest updates. Stream live in the moment, available on all streaming platforms right now. You heard what he said, five billion. So y'all need to run it up, show some love, leave a comment, Uh, like it, all that good stuff. (laughs) We're gonna take a quick break. um... Right. (laughs) But we'll be right back. You're listening to The Abby Knight Show.